Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. This week, we are celebrating the most listened to episode of the past year. As you know, last week, we celebrated our one year anniversary, and I wanted to pay homage to the most listened to interview of the podcast this week. So without further ado, here is a rewind episode, episode three, More Than a Conqueror with Miss Shonda Renee Hughes. I hope you enjoy it. You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Welcome to episode three of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. We have with us a very special guest, Miss Shanda Hughes. Shanda is an author, speaker, philanthropist, kingdom influencer, Hollywood makeup artist, transformational coach, and mentor. She is the founder of Holy Empower LLC, which is a training and development company whose mission is to empower, motivate, inspire, and transform you completely. WE Empower want to identify their beauty, develop confidence to own it, and to step into their God-given purpose and soar with confidence in life, relationships, and business. For close to 20 years, Shanda has used her bachelor's in psychology and her master's in theology to cultivate both inner and outer beauty in the lives of women and girls. It is her strong belief that when one nurtures her inner beauty, her outer beauty can't be denied. I want you guys to give a big purpose chaser welcome to Shanda. Shanda, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Oh my God. Thank you, Shante. I am so excited to be here with you. Thank you for inviting me. It's no problem. And I'm excited that you're here. This has been long overdue. Listeners, when I tell you that this, I have been waiting for this interview. I have been so excited. I know there are going to be gems in this conversation. So wherever you are right now, I need you to grab your pen and paper and some notes. All right. So you have heard about Shanda from her bio that I just read. And I know you're thinking, wow, all of that in one person. But this is such a beautiful soul. So first, Shanda, I want you to tell the, the, the Purpose Chaser community what you would like them to know first and foremost about who you are. What I would like for people to know is my name is Shanda like Panda. <laughs> I love it. Shanda like Panda. Get it right. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. I am a transformational coach, mentor, and speaker. I am the founder of Holy Empower, which is a training and development company whose mission is to empower, motivate, inspire, and transform lives completely. Empower, motivate, transform lives completely. There's so much in that and there's so much in you. So why don't we kick it off with a question that we on this show like to talk about a lot, the age-old question about purpose. We know that a lot of people find themselves talking about, you know, and thinking really intently on what is my purpose? What am I called to do? Am I called to do something higher? I want to ask you about your purpose. What was your aha moment when you were thinking about your calling, what God has called you to do? When did you realize that this right now is what God has called you into? Give us, give us your journey. So what is really, really crazy is that I was um, anointed and called at the age of 15 to do ministry from the, from the position of preaching. Um, my father was a pastor. I grew up in the church all of my life. And so what I always believed that I was going to do was just be some powerful, female preacher that yes. was traveling the world who was called to the nations. And, um, and so, yeah, I started speaking at the age of 14, doing inspirational messages and, you know, moving over into, uh, preaching at a young age and, um, you know, transitioning from that over into college, going through my college years and kind of losing footage in, in what ministry looked like. Mm -hmm. And, um, until the end of my college years, when I returned back to Christ and was like, okay, let's get it. Mm -hmm. And so when I was ordained as, or, um, licensed as an evangelist, I was, um, uh, raised in the churches of God in Christ. And so they, they license evangelist women. And, um, when I was licensed, I, decided to go to seminary. And so um, went to study my master's in divinity because I really wanted to be um, not just called, anointed, and appointed, but I really wanted to, to have uh, the tools and the techniques needed in order to be effective in ministry. And I just really believed that the way to do that was to go and learn everything that I could about the word of God and to really study amongst others that were also called. And, um, you know, what's so amazing is that that ended up being uh, a season in which I really learned so much about God and about myself, wow. you know, that started ministering, uh, being flown out to different churches to preach. Uh, I had gone to Africa and ministered and just the Lord had just started using me so powerfully that, uh, even to myself, I was in amazement. I remember, um, preaching at different churches and laying hands on sick and people being healed and delivered in the wow. service. Praise God ears opening and people's backs, um, you know, coming in with backs where they couldn't straighten up. And they're, after laying hands on them through the power and the glory of God, their backs are straightening up. Like, oh, yeah. I just watched them use me in ways that even I was like, what is, like, what is going on? 
And, um, you know, so, so people got to see that and really, really um, didn't understand mm. that the journey that I was going through at the time was uh, one of God giving me a glimpse of what it was that he yeah. was getting ready to do in my life, right? And so I remember going to a service, and in the service, the preacher asked me to stand. She wanted to share with me um, what the Lord had given her. And when I stood, what she prophesied over me was that I was getting ready to go through a Job season. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that is not God. Like, what are you about? And so she was like, you know, the season that God is getting ready to take you through, you're going to need um, and Aaron and a Miriam to, to literally get on the side of you and hold you up. And I, I did not understand like what that really meant. I just knew that I understood what Job had gone through mm -hmm. and I didn't want that for my life. Mm -hmm. I'm like that. No, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> so, um, What's funny is in college, when I was really pushing hard towards God, just to go back really quickly, when I was really pushing hard towards God, one of the things that I said to God was, Lord, I don't want to preach from other people's experiences. I want my own anointing. I want to be able to minister to people from my own experiences. Now, when I tell you that was <laughs> the only thing that anybody could ever say. You didn't like, know what, what you were asking for. I was so naive when I tell you so naive. So fast forward now to I'm in seminary and being prophesied that I'm getting ready to go through a job season. Uh, it was just crazy. And so uh, not to give you the long, lengthy part of the story, but let's just say after that, I had three breakdowns, ended up in the hospital three different times in the psych ward, um, mentally just so broken and devastated, uh, suicidal, had experienced depression to such deep levels that I just didn't know how I was going to come back from some of of what was going on in my life. Um, I literally, at some point, really just even wanted to drop out of school. Mm -hmm. I didn't do it. Um, ended up having to just make a decision to not retake some courses that I didn't do well in at the time because of the breakdown. Um, but I literally... Every little opportunity I could get to when things weren't so bad to make effort to try to move even closer to God is what I would try to do. Um, and then at some point would get knocked back down and then try to lift myself up again. And so in the midst of all of that, literally people are still pulling on me when they would call for me to pray for them and call for me to, you know, come and do ministry. And I'm like, it's such this oxymoron to be in a space where I'm, I'm breaking down. Mm -hmm. Yet what people still see is this idea that she's anointed, she's appointed, she's called by God. And anytime God has used me, people's lives have been shifted and changed. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it took me to a point in which I finally just walked away from God. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. I'm over it. Um, I left my church. I left ministry. I literally just went on this seven year journey of um, really discovering who it was that God called 
me to be aside from what this 14, 15-year-old young lady had understood her calling to be, her purpose to be, which was ministry. And so to separate myself from that over these seven years, I literally rejected the call on my life and was like, I don't want that anymore. I started a nonprofit and what my mission was, was to pour into young women so that they did not have to go through their seasons of breakdown alone because I know what that felt like. And so I started a nonprofit, it's called My Girls, which is mentoring young girls in real life situations. And that became ministry, even though I was rejecting ministry. <laughs> so I'm saying I'm not doing ministry, yet this nonprofit has been yeah. erected. And now I'm functioning from this place of pouring into young women. In addition to that, I was working in the mental health field. So I was working as a counselor, caseworker, working with mentally ill, homeless men and women and families and watching literally people go from um, like veterans and, and doctors and lawyers being in such great places in their life to all of a sudden go into straight devastation and then being homeless. Mm -hmm. And why I left that field is because one of my clients murdered a woman. Wow. And created such devastation in my life because wow. all I could see was the potential that that could have been me. Wow. And so I walked away from my career in the mental health field, even though my degree was psychology, master's in theology with the concentration on pastoral care and counseling. And so I walked away from it. And over the course of those seven years, Shantae, the Lord began to work on me. Yeah. Me to know and to understand who I am to him. Mm. And what I began to realize was that aside from the identity that I thought that I un understood myself to be, which was a preacher girl, I began to see myself as God's daughter. Wow. And so, um, I picked up, I moved from California. I'm a makeup artist in the industry by trade. Uh, I've been, I've studied uh, makeup after I left my career. I became a makeup artist. I then went and got an esthetician license and began to uh, empower women from the outside. And so I was working in film, photo shoot, runway. Literally, that just became my life. And so when I got kind of frustrated with California, I picked up and moved to Chicago. And um, that was right after my father had been killed in a car accident. Mm. Three months later, my um, grandfather died. Mm. And I picked up and moved two months after that to Chicago. When I moved to Chicago, six months later, I was diagnosed with cancer. Wow. So cancer, a month later, I'm on a hospital bed having surgery on my kidney. They cut me down my core and over to my side and removed a portion of my kidney. And so when, I, when, this, when this woman says to me, like 20 years ago, you get ready to go to mm -hmm. no season, who would have thought that that would have been a 20-year journey? Like, yeah. are you kidding me? And so now I'm in a position where I have learned how to master my mind. Come on now. Master what it is that I am allowing to go into my mind, mm -hmm. what it is that 
I am allowing myself to speak over myself because what I've learned is the battlefield is in the mind. It What's surely true? is. It's so in your mind. It is in your mind. And we talk about that on the podcast so much. It is in your mind. It is in your mind. It's so important. This is, this is what has helped me to transition into being a conqueror. Um, I started with affirmations. And this is just me literally taking words and pouring them into my spirit every morning, every afternoon, and every evening. I'd wake up to affirmations, I'd read them on on index cards, and at nighttime I'd play them when I went to sleep. And what I started to do was literally my mind began to start to transform. I had to put into action this strategy of transforming my mind. And as I began to do that, I started to feel differently. And then as I started to feel differently, I started to speak differently. And so what I realized is what you think, you feel, what you feel, you speak, and then what you speak, you create as your life. And so when the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue, people don't realize that when you walk around saying you're sick, you're producing <laughs> sickness Come on. in your life. Yeah. Or when you walk around and say you're broke, you're producing uh, um, poverty in your life. And so what I had to learn to do is start to speak life over myself. I am healed. I am delivered. I am set free. I am God's daughter. I am adopted. I am a child of God. I am an heir of God. I am a joint heir with Jesus Christ. So the more I began to put that in my spirit, the more I began to conquer the things that I was beginning to face. And so um, I realized when I was studying just the word conquer, it says a person who conquers a place or thing it is a victor, a champion, or hero, but then it had a little asterisk at the bottom of the at the definition, and it said, uh, "Conquerors are uh, are these that are more than conquerors. Master not only their foes, but they also master themselves." Yes. When you're a conqueror, it's not that you're conquering the external thing, but it's really that you're conquering the inner thing. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to conquer your inner man, you have the ability to then conquer that which is out on the on the ex, um, external. And so what I really had to learn how to do was um, I really had to learn how to begin to speak the word of God over my life. And the and more that I is, the word, go ahead. And that is, that is so, so true. And it is also right on time because right now in our Facebook and Instagram community, we are getting ready to do a command your morning challenge, oh which is God. all about how you speak over yourself, how you speak over your life, what what words you're saying, what are you expecting? And I, I say it all the time, no matter where I am. And I'm so glad that we're able to have this conversation because 
now my listeners are not just hearing me say it. They're hearing somebody else say it, that you, the importance of commanding your mind, the importance of declaring and decreeing things over your mind, the importance of having a relationship with God and speaking those scriptures, speaking the promises that he has made to us over your life is invaluable. It will change how you see things. It would change your relationships. It will change your relationships with money, like you said. If you walk around claiming, because that's what you're doing, you're claiming brokenness and poverty. That's what you're, you're doing. You're claiming it. You're putting it in the atmosphere. And that is what is going to be evidence in your life. But if you turn that thing around and say that you are abundant and you have more than enough, then more than enough will find you because more than enough is what has been promised to you. So I completely agree. And that is, I think, the number one way to overcome mm-hmm. in this day and age. It's all in the mind. So I want to encourage anybody who is listening, who is really resonating right now with Shanda's story, that you can overcome come by transforming your mind. You heard her say that she does the affirmations and she she speaks scriptures over herself. And we're going to get into that some more. But I just want you to know, even at this very point, if you need to pause this interview and speak (laughs) some things over your life, then honey, you go ahead and do that. Okay, you need to know that you're more than a conqueror. You need to know that you're an heiress to the um the throne room of God. All right, you need to know that abundance follows you and success follows you. All right, so if you need a pause for a minute, it's okay. We'll be here when you get back. Pause and speak some things over your life. No matter if you're in the car, if you are walking to work, if you are at home relaxing with a nice bubble bath, stop and speak some things over your life and. Get Get into the habit of doing that. So Shonda, we've talked about your job season and I mean, that went even farther than what I knew. And I was thinking to myself when you were talking, I was like, and and it got worse and it got worse some more. But right. you came through, and what I uh, what I acknowledge and appreciate in you is the strength. And the funny thing about God is, even when we think we're running away from what He's called us to do, we run right into it. Right into it, honey. Right, right smack dab, and you ran right into my girls, and <laughs> and you were ministering even when you thought that was that wasn't what you were going to do, but. The God anointed you for this this journey. And like you said, you prayed. You said, God, I want to minister from my own experience. And when you said that, I was just like, wow, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Which is true. But the way God um, sets us up is we go through things. And most, if not all, of everything that we go through is for really us to help other people. So when you were talking about being anointed and people calling you to pray, even though you feel broken, it brought my mind back to one of my gifts that I have is liturgical dance. And I remember after my broken season, I danced to a song at church and was entitled Broken. And the lady was singing about how she's been broken and abused and she could still minister to other people and they were being saved, they were being delivered, they were being um, transformed, but she was still hurt. And sometimes we are 
anointed and we can feel our gifts and our talents working, but we're still hurt on the inside and we still need a shift in our own mind to, um, get us back into alignment with who we are in Christ, not who we are as the anointed gift, but who we are as a person, as his daughters, as his sons. So through that uh, period, through that, that, that Job season, and if you don't know about Job, guys, go have a read in the Bible. It's a juicy yeah. story. You want to, you, you know, take a note to read about Job. But you persevered. You overcame. You unleashed your inner warrior. So tell us more. You were talking to us about affirmations and speaking over your life. Actually, I think what will be great is give us your daily routine. So when you wake up, how do you command your morning? So I command my morning with affirmations. I start with, I actually created something called script formations. And I love so it. what that is, is taking scripture and I've turned them into affirmations. And so if the scripture says um, that I am a child of God, then I begin to repeat in the morning that I am a child of God, that I am an heir of God, that I am anointed, that I am appointed, that I am adopted, that I am loved, that he makes me the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, that I am the lender and not the borrower. So as I begin to say that, I can feel the greater that is on the inside of me become stronger. And so what my belief is that when you're able to really master your mind, you can command your day. You can literally take authority over everything that the enemy is going to try and throw at you. As a matter of fact, the scripture says that God gives you the authority Come to on. tread, to walk over, to stump on Scorpios and serpents. And so um, if you, the only way that you have the ability to do that. And so the idea that came to my mind was this, that when you walk into your house and it's late at night, if it's dark, you turn on the light so yes. that you have power in the house that helps you to see. Right. And so that is the same with God giving you authority. The only way that you can tread on serpents is if you activate the authority that he is giving you for you to be able to tread over them. And the promise of the word is that you will not be harmed. You will not be hurt when you tread over them. And so as I begin to, to master my mind, then I could see the fruitfulness of that which God had spoken over my life become mm. the past. And so the, there is this idea that there's promises that people attach themselves to, but they don't realize that every promise in the word is conditional. You have to do something in order to be able to get the promise, right? And so if you start your day, and this, I, I am so, I'm such a believer of this. And the only reason I'm such a believer is because this is what saved my life. This is what has transformed my life from being broken down. I haven't been in a hospital since. I have not had a breakdown since. Um, even when my father was killed, there were moments of uh, great overwhelming grief, but it did not put me in a hospital, right? And so 
what I have, um, what I have, have really decided was that I would, that I would do everything possible to make sure that I continue to pour into my spirit so that then that would become evident throughout my day. So then I could be successful in my life so that I could be successful in my business so that I could be successful in my relationships. If you're not being successful in these areas, then that means that at some point in your morning, you have already declared what the end is going to be. Either you wake up and you say, it's going to be a horrible day. It's going to be a horrible day. If you wake up and say, I'm not going to get this, this amazing deal that I'm wanting, you're not going to get that amazing deal. If you um, say that there's not enough time in the day, you're not going to have enough time in the day. The reality is what you speak is what you produce in your life. And that is effective in every area of your life. That's not just um, in the area of, of um, that's not just in the area of like spiritual, you know, just it, it literally life and death and the power of your tongue, it spans every area of your life. And so um, the reason why you go from being a conqueror to being a warrior right? Mm -hmm. A warrior is a trained fighter, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So what, what I felt like the, what the, um, what the Lord was showing me was that in order for you to be a warrior, to unleash the warrior within, you have had to master being a conqueror. Mm -hmm. And when mastered being a conqueror you become a warrior and warriors don't fight for just themselves come warriors on battle and they become intercessors that then begin to fight on behalf of others that don't have the ability to conquer in their life so it becomes the circle of life the spiritual life that we first become strong within ourselves. And then once we do that, our purpose is then to turn around and give that back to others that don't have the ability to do it for themselves. And so when you talk about purpose, right? How mm -hmm. I landed in purpose is not necessarily that it is um, some, some, um, some random thing. The reality is that before I was ever even born, Shantae, Come on. A purpose for me, right? He yes. already knew my name. He already appointed me, anointed me, set me apart. He already consecrated me. And then he put me in my mother's womb and knit me together on every side, right? And so what he then does is he puts you in the world, you go through the stuff that you go through that's meant to build up the conqueror in you mm -hmm. so that then you can become like the writer in Revelation 6 that says that the writer goes out and he is conquering with the intention to conquer. It says he went out as a conqueror to conquer. So that's how you command your morning. You go out with the intention to conquer your morning. You don't go out thinking I'm going to be defeated. If you go out thinking you're going to be defeated, you're going to be defeated. And so in order to be able to be like Christ, to be like the rider, to be like the one that is victorious, you have to be in a position of already mastering yourself, mastering your mind, mastering your emotions, so that then you can turn around and become the warrior that he has called you to be. Girl, 
you have said so <laughs> much in all of that and and you were speaking and i was like i feel like she was in my conversation yesterday but that's Uh how god is he will align everything up for the right time but the first thing that hit me like like a punch and i was talking to my mom about it yesterday actually was that we talk about the blessings and we speak about the blessings but are we following the instructions right Yes, so our, our, I mean, we, we want, we want, it's like we, we receive the end of the scripture, but what about the first line? If right. you are obedient to me, then right. X, Y, and Z, <laughs> but right. we need to miss the obedient part and we want the blessing. So I want to remind, um, remind everyone that yes, go out and command your morning and, and be conquerors. But I also want you to be obedient to the word of God. Okay. Right. Do not just show up. God is not a genie. It's not three wishes. You can ask me, ask him for whatever you want. And there's no conditions. Read your word, be faithful, build relationship with God, understand what he is calling you to do. I don't care if you think it's the smallest thing that God tur- told you to turn left today on your way to work instead of turning right, but he might be actually taking you off your path to divinely align you with somebody you need to be in front of. So it's learning to be obedient as well as, as, as commanding your mind. And what else you said it says you said to go out with the intention of conquering when you wake up. Yes, ma'am. So many times we say to ourselves, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. And that's why it's something that I constantly work on because your mind is a muscle. And just like any other muscle, you got to work it out. You have to practice. So I, when I wake up in the morning, I'm practicing saying these affirmations. I'm practicing saying the scriptures. But I remember when there was a time where I would wake up and I would have a poverty mentality. I don't have enough. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I wish I had more money. And I'm also saying things like, I don't have enough time in the day. I'm always tired. I'm really clumsy. Things that I would tell myself. And guess what? Those were the things that I was because I kept rehearsing it. And I I say this all the time, but I have to repeat it. It only takes the the enemy to come along and drop one negative thing in your mind. And then you take that negative seed and you, you water it and you groom it and you really assist the enemy by repeating the negativity in your mind time and time again. But I implore you and I encourage you to notice what you're speaking about yourself, what doesn't line up with the word of God and who God has called you to be and come back into alignment and say some things positively. So actually, here's another exercise for you. For every negative thought that you think about yourself, I want you to write it down And then right next to it on the other side of the paper, I want you to put a positive thought, okay? And once you write your positive thought, cross out your negative thought. You're going to take these positive thoughts that you have about yourself, these positive scriptures or affirmation, and I want you to get a post-it note and stick them up where you can see them, where you can remind yourself who you are. And if you even need help with these, you know I'm a big a big advocate for vision words and that's visionwords.co. So if you need any help, you can buy yourself some vision words and put them up. Yes. Like I love to do myself. You guys know I have those vision words up all over my house, office, mirror, everywhere, but I do it with my own words as well. I do it with posted. So do those things for yourself. I really want to encourage you this, this week in this moment that you take 
back control of your mind, okay? Take back control and power and authority that God has really placed in the inside of you so you can start living in the fullness of who he called you to be. Is it easy? No. Are you going to feel like it every day? No. But you have to push on. You have to be a conqueror. You have to be a warrior, not just for yourself. Because like like Shonda has said, once you get it down for yourself, you can go into that intercession level for other people. So now that I've gotten it down for me, I'm telling you guys about it. And she is telling you guys about it. But we're also going out into our daily lives and telling our coworkers about commanding themselves and telling our friends and our families because we want to see your growth. We want to see you come into the fullness of who you are. I know that delights me. And I know that delights Shanda because we wouldn't be coaches (laughs) if if that's not what we love to see. We love to see the growth. We love to see you walking in alignment with who God has called you to be because we understand the journey. Guess what? We've been there. And you've listened to Shanda's story. I know, you know, by now she has been there too, but guess what? She overcame. Yes, God. She overcame. And she overcame everything from mental, uh, from a mindset, mindset shifting to death in her family to cancer. So it is possible. I don't care what you're going through in this present moment, but I need you to know that you can overcome. Okay, you can be an overcomer. You don't have to stay where you are right now. There is, it is time for you to grow. God is here to hold your hand. If you need help, if you even need a coach, guess what? Shanda is available to you. And she's going to tell you where you can get in contact with her at the end of this episode. And I will also drop it in the show notes. But if her story is inspiring you, I implore you to get in contact with her. She's here to help you. She's here to draw you back into alignment with God. She's here to help transform and empower you. All right. So I just want to um, inspire you in this very moment that it's never too late. No matter how old you are, no matter what period of your life you're in, it's never too late to transform your mind, to, to, to shift it. So I just want to go back to you because I told, uh, didn't I say, see, this is another thing about speaking over your life and speaking over what you're doing. Didn't I tell you guys at the beginning of this episode to grab a pen and paper because there's going to be so much gems? <laughs> I know, I know you heard me say that. And guess what? I'm here with my little, the, my little post-it notes and I'm just scribbling away. I'm like, okay. And that one, and that one, and that one. So I know I'm, I've gotten a lot from this interview and I know that you have heard a lot from this interview. So Shonda, what I want to ask you is if somebody finds themselves in a, a, a dark place where they feel like they can't escape what they're going through, what they're feeling, what their mind is telling them. What is one thing that you would want them to know? What I would want them to know is that God loves them so much. Mm that the thoughts that he thinks towards them are good and not evil. Mm. And that his desire 
is to see them come into the fullness of who it is that he is called them to be. A lot of the reason why we stay stuck in bondage really has to do with how we see ourselves and our lack of ability in seeing who it is that God has called us to be. Because when you really line up with the identity that God is giving you, then you can overcome absolutely everything because you're not overcoming it by yourself. And so what I would want you to know is that when you line up with the counsel of heaven, you can come out of any and everything that the enemy would try to do in order to keep you bound, whether that be mentally, emotionally, physically, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And right now it might seem dark, been there, done that, right? The reality is some of the steps that you need to put into order for yourself, the strategy in which you need to use, Google is my friend. Like I'm okay that Google is smarter than me, right? And so a lot of times when I don't know what scripture to look up, I just literally go to Google and I say, scripture on depression, scripture on anxiety, scripture on fear, scripture on lack of love. And what happens is Google does a mass search and it pulls every scripture that you could find for that topic. And what I would say is take those scriptures, write them on cue cards, and begin to speak them over your life. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to know where to find everything in the Bible. It's at the access of your fingertips right now with social media and internet. You could literally find absolutely anything that you needed in order to begin to pull yourself up out. And then the other thing that I would say is not to lean to your own understanding. Lord, give me clarity about what it is that is going on in my life that I need to surrender and lay at your feet. How do I release my grief? How do I release my sadness? How do I release my depression? How do I release my anxiety, right? And then the last thing that I would say is, is watch your tongue. Do not speak death in your life. If you're depressed, say, I am healed. I am delivered. I am set free. Instead of I'm depressed, I'm anxious, I'm sick. Every time you speak that in your life, that's what the enemy is using to continue to manifest it in your life. And then you find yourself stuck. And then you don't think that the word of God works. And the reason it's not working is because you're not speaking it the way that it's meant for you to speak it. That's what I would say. <laughs> I, just, I just had to pause. Dramatic <laughs> pause. <laughs> because um, there was so much in that. And I, I, would, I just want to thank you for sharing that. Because like we've talked about, watch your tongue. God has called you to be so much more than you can even see yourself as being in this very moment. Mm -hmm. You are called to be so much. You are called to a higher level. And all of the things that he's called you to be, even though you can't see it, you are it already. You are beautiful. You're wonderful. You're intelligent. You are blessed and highly favored. You are powerful. All these things he has said about you, 
And he said it and he knew you would be it even before he sent you down into this earth. So I need you to own it and be bold about it. And don't let anybody, don't let anybody tell you different than what God and who God says that you are. So I just want to thank Shanda for being here with us today. I already know this is part one. Shanda's going to be back. Don't worry about it. She's going to be back. I already know because there is so much in her. And, 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 and. I know we're just scratching the surface of it today, but if you want to work with Shanda, if you want to contact her, if you just want to speak to her, she is going to give you all of the places right now where you can find her. And of course I will drop it on the show notes, but girl, I need you to give them your website, your Instagram, your email, let them know how they can follow you, how they can get in contact with you, how they can work with you, how they can bring you over to their country to speak, whatever it is they need you to do. I just need you to let them know how to find you. Absolutely. So my website is shandahughes.com. That's S-H-A-N is a Nancy, B is in David, A-H-U-G-H-E-S dot com. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Shanda Renee. All right. You heard that nice and simple. ShandaHughes.com and at the Shanda Renee. So just a reminder, again, it's in the show notes. So go like her page, connect with her, follow her, contact her, whatever you need, because she is such a gem and such a woman of God. And she's here to help you. And God has placed so much down on the inside of her. And I can't even wait to see the fullness of who he has called you to be because even though you have come so far I know that you have so much more to do in this earth and I'm just my mind is just amazed at the creation that's in front of me that God has put down here the angel that God has put down here and down into my life so I just want to thank you again for being here um purpose chasers you know where to find Chanda. Connect with her. She will be back. If you have any questions from this interview, do not hesitate to send me a DM. Do not hesitate to send me an, an email at info at blackbeautifulandblessed.com so we can talk about it. And if you want us to discuss any more topics of Shanda, let me know too for when she's back for part two of this interview. Okay? So thank you again. Can I just tell you about the mastermind, Master Your Mind, happening starting September 1st. Mm -hmm. It is a 30-day challenge on how to master your mind. It's a free challenge for the very first time. It will be free, and it's starting from September 1st until September 30th. You can go to the website and sign up if you're interested in being a part of the mastermind. And I will teach you tools on how to master your mind. Excellent. So if you want to sign up for the mastermind, please sign up. I know I'm signing up. <laughs> right? I'm signing up. As soon as we hop off this interview, I am going to sign up because you can never have en- more than um, enough tools to master your mind. So definitely sign up for her mastermind. 
go to shondahughes.com to sign up. Shonda, thank you again so much for being here. And we will definitely see you. In true Pray, Plan, Slave fashion, let's end this episode with a prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this special guest, Shonda Hughes, who you have created with purpose. I thank you for empowering her with divine strategy and increasing her faith to succeed in her purpose. Your word says that our gifts will make room for us. And I thank you that Shonda's gifts has made room for her to empower, motivate, inspire, and transform the lives of all that who she comes in contact with. We pray also, God, for anybody listening to this podcast, that they will walk away knowing that they too can conquer any obstacles that come their way because you said father in romans 8 37 that we are more than conquerors through him that loves us and we know that there is no greater love than yours father we are just so grateful that you continue to do the exceeding and abundant in our lives and we give you all the praise and the honor in jesus name we pray amen Thank you for joining us this week on the Pray, Plan, Slave podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Pray, Plan, Slave podcast. As always, if you like the show, subscribe to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you an amazing show. See you next week, Tuesday, for another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slave podcast.